Welcome to the Rebel Lifestyle Design Podcast, a podcast designed to help you break free from societal expectations and design your ideal dream life. This is about helping you live your best life by doing what makes you happy. Welcome. beautiful rebels welcome to this new episode of the podcast today we have a special and different episode today i'm going to be reading uh part of chapter two of the bestseller mom is not always right a women's guide to scrap the rule book and do what you truly want without feeling guilty by kendra rauco yours truly now i'm going to start in chapter two in particular because this is this chapter it's all about what's in it for you the other name of the chapter is because it's called chapter two what's in it for you or what is a rebel lifestyle and why would you want it chapter one is about my why the reason for writing the book the reason for the book to exist and what does that mean to me this is about what it means to you so i'll get started Chapter two, what's in it for you? Or what is a rebel lifestyle and why would you want it? Let me start by explaining what a rebel lifestyle entails for me and what you can expect from living one. Then I'll leave it up to you to decide what it means for you because that is something ultra personal that only you can answer. I'll explain. I've been living life in the most rebellious ways for as long as I've known the difference. It's hard for me to describe what it is in a few words, but I will do my best in the next few chapters. I hope that this will give you an understanding of what you can accomplish by following the steps in this book. The short and easy answer is that living, that living a rebel lifestyle means to live life however you decide, wherever you want, and with whomever you please, letting go of what society, your family, or anyone else expects from you living your dream life. Easy, huh? I've come to realize though, that doing so is slightly more complicated than just doing you. It goes beyond deciding a career path, where to live, who to date, how many kids to have, or even what color to dye your hair. Your true rebel lifestyle lies deep within you and it definitely is not the same as anybody else's. Defining your own rebel lifestyle means diving inwards and discovering your true passions, desires, and dreams. The dreams and desires that may challenge the status quo, that may be beyond your comfort zone, but that are true for you. It means understanding what those are and transforming them into your reality against everyone and everything that gets in the way. At the same time, it means knowing exactly who you are not. The things you are doing that don't really light you up, that you do because you're used to them, or they are expected of you. It is also knowing exactly what and who you don't want in your life. I'm going to walk you through the steps to figure all of this out with each chapter, making sure you never feel lost or overwhelmed in the process. If you ever need extra support or have further questions, feel free to join us in the fabulous community at mommiesnotalwaysright.com forward slash resources, where I and more rebel women are creating our very own rebel lifestyles. 
So let's start with breaking all this down with that before we dive fully into it in the next chapter. Being honest with yourself. So we're programmed from the start, especially as women, to be good girls, quote unquote, to pick up after ourselves, to offer help, to be somewhat modest, and to have a sense of decency that men don't need to have on such a large scale. All of these things, while they're meant to be for our own good, play a big role in us automatically, almost unconsciously bearing our deepest desires deep inside. A quick example that you've probably heard before is that if a guy sleeps around, he is considered a player. However, even though he may not be the best candidate to settle down, you know that whenever he does decide, he'll just do it, no problem. If a girl, if a girl however, has been sleeping around, she is labeled a slut, which is, in parentheses, way worse than a player. And, quote, poor guy who ends up with her, she's been everywhere, unquote. This is a double standard in every book. As women, we are taught either not to do that or have learned to do it in the down low. I'm not saying that either of these practices is wrong or right. There is no judgment. It's just a true everyday reminder of how we are told from the beginning of our lives to suppress our truest desires and to put on a face for the world portraying ourselves as perfect ladies. The main issue with this is the guilt. I've experienced it in my own life for years and still struggle with it. The guilt trip that you go through every time you do what you aren't supposed to. You slept with a stranger. You ate that extra piece of cake. You said what was truly on your, on your mind and someone got offended. Even when you came home for Christmas without losing those extra pounds, that guilt can be suffocating. The guilt that we've all felt is the main enemy of living life on your terms because it's such a powerful force. It can be self-induced or inflicted on us by society. It blinds us to our own wants and needs. More importantly, it denies us liberating self acceptance. So to get a true hold of your life and make with it whatever you decide, you first need to grab that unwritten woman's guidelines book that most of us have imprinted in our heads and flush it down the toilet. You can do anything you want, whatever that might be, whomever might be against it, and whatever it takes you can accomplish it. To truly obtain it, you must first be honest with yourself about what that is. If you answer the questions in the previous chapter, you may have a clear idea what it is you want. You may have a clear idea of what it is you want. However, now that the women's guidelines are forever gone, you, may, you now need to go deeper. Sit down with your thoughts and continue discovering what you truly want in your life. From the big things to the small things, consider what are your true passions? What do you like in life? What do you dislike that you are doing currently for someone else? 
What are your guilty pleasures? And why do they cause you to feel guilty? Who are you really? Doing this powerful exercise will start to open your mind beyond what you thought acceptable to discover who you truly are. The key is to be completely honest with yourself. Do not judge what you're discovering as good, bad, or anything else. At this point, it is simply a discovery. I've shared part of the big things I want and do not want in my life. Now, let me tell you one of the small things I discovered after analyzing my wants. I don't like wearing a bra. I simply don't. It's oppressing, it's limiting, it could be considered sexist. I can never manage to keep the straps in place and strapless bras fall down after I have the right, even after I have the right size, I just don't like them. My bra is the first thing I take off every time I walk into my house. Now I'm still wearing one because I love the push-up look. I love how I look with fake but perfect boobs. So that's what's stopping me from taking it off completely while out. I don't judge the discovery of not liking bras or loving the look. I acknowledge them and accept them, which brings me to the next step. Acceptance without judgment. So accepting who you are inside and out. Once you start digging into who you are, what you like, what you want, particularly what you don't like or want, it's time to accept that. Embrace your likes and your wants. Understand that they are okay. You are allowed and I'm encouraging you to liberate yourself from judgment and accept who you truly are on the inside. Your ideas are okay. What you want is okay. Your dreams and hopes are okay. Your desired behavior is okay. You are not meant to live a life of guilt. Accepting yourself truly and completely is the first step towards releasing that guilt and turning it into true acceptance. Not only accepting that your likes and wants are okay, but rather that you are worthy of everything that you want. There is another key aspect to acceptance. It's not just your inner self that you need to accept, but also your shell. One of the main roadblocks in the path of living life on, on our own terms is the lack of confidence we may have in ourselves. This insecurity starts with our bodies. We'll dig deeper into this in the next chapters. However, it is important that you realize right now that you only have one body, just like you only have one life and one mind. If you don't accept yourself entirely, you won't be able to accomplish your biggest dreams because you'll always be fighting with yourself. Worst of all, you leave that door open for others to attack you, to bring you down, and to push you out of the path of true happiness. Why? Because if you don't accept who you are on the outside, 
every time someone criticizes you, you are allowing those words to hurt. Not because someone said them, but because deep inside you believe them to be true. You are perfect and you deserve love. Truly accepting yourself inside and out is a main ingredient to reaching all of your goals. Okay, my beautiful rebels, that was part uh, of chapter two of the book, Mom is Not Always Right, the best-selling book, Mom is Not Always Right, a women's guide to scrap the rule book and do what you truly want without feeling guilty. You can still grab your copy. Uh, it's available on Kindle and very soon in paperback. You can just go to Amazon and search for Mom is Not Always Right, or you can go to momisnotalwaysright.com for a link to get your book and I'll see you on our next episode. I love you. Big hug. See you soon.